guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in for our second devotional. I hope you enjoyed the last one and I'm going to be continuing on the subject of the love of God because I think it's something super, super important and when you can really understand God's love for you, it makes it possible for us as Christians to walk out His love in our lives and you know His love and show His love to people around us because God's love makes any form of human love seem very, very very shallow. And, you know, it's something important. You know, even Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, and now abide in faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. So today I'm just going to be talking more about how much God loves you. And a good scripture to use for this is in Psalms 139. And honestly, it's probably one of my favorite ones as of recently till I find something else, you know, and then that will become my favorite one. But <laughs> as is the word of God, you know, you find something and you just devour it until you feel like you can't get much out of it. And you move to something else and you go back and you're like, oh, man, there's so much still in here. But I'm going to be talking to you guys with Psalms 139. And it's an awesome, awesome passage. And I'm just going to read through it and then, you know, stop and expound on some things as we go through this morning or this evening or whenever you happen to be watching this devotional. But I want you guys to, you know, listen to this. And it says, Oh, Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know my sitting down and my rising up and you understand my thoughts afar off. So that's something I want you guys to know and, you know, think about as you go through your day or your week but to recognize that God loves you and that he understands you. I know sometimes people feel like they get in a slump or some things are going on in their life and it's just like, nobody understands me. Nobody knows what I'm going through. Nobody has been here, but that's not true. I mean, even if not an individual around you, you feel like doesn't know, but God does. It says he knows your thoughts. It says he knows you're waking up. He knows you're lying down. It says everything about you, he knows. It says he is acquainted with all of my ways. It even says that for there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. So God knows you and God understands you because he loves you. Every aspect about you, every thought you have, every worry, every concern, he knows it. And he wants you to be able to share it with him so he can help you through it. He can help you overcome it and he can give you victory in your life because of his love for us. Not only does he know you and understand you, if you keep reading, it says that you have hedged me behind and before and you have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high and I cannot attain it. I know Pastor Dennis is going to be teaching and probably has already by the time this video gets out a message on the hand of God. So if you haven't seen it, I'd encourage you to go back and look it up on our Facebook page um, or watch it live if you remember watching it during the Sunday morning service. But he talked about the power in the hand of God and to understand that God's hand is on us. Why? Because he loves us, because he wants to protect us. It says he is a hedge around us. He put his hand over us, covering us to keep us safe from all the things in the world, to keep us safe from the tricks of the devil, to keep us safe from sickness, to keep us safe from harm. And it's us needing to understand his love for us and to rest in that and to have confidence in it so we don't have to go about our lives worried about everything or go about our lives scared of anything because we understand how much God truly loves us. And it doesn't stop there. It keeps going. 
And it says that it's so wonderful for me. It's so high that I cannot even attain it. The love of God, how much he knows us, how much he wants to protect us is so high. It's so hard to even process, to even fully understand unless you experience it for yourself. You can't just grab it by mere head knowledge. You've got to have it inside. You've got to encounter it. You've got to experience the love of God for yourself. And you can if you seek after it and you pray and you ask God, God, pour out your love on me today. Pour out your love on me for other people. And if you begin to pray that and if it becomes a desire of your heart, he'll grant it and he'll give it to you and you'll be able to walk in his love and experience his love for you because it's his love that, you know, leaves all people to repentance. The goodness of God leaves people to repentance. You know, it's his love that changes hearts. It's his love that breaks the chains. It's his love that brings down walls in your life that, you know, are causing turmoil or keeping things out or keeping you in bondage. All of that he can break and set free off your life. And not only that, but God's with us wherever we go and we can keep reading. And it says, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take like the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall find me and it will lead me. And surely if darkness should try to fall upon me, even in the night shall you be a light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day and the darkness and the light are both alike to you. So even this is talking about how much God loves us and how he's there with us no matter where we are, no matter what walk of life we're going through, no matter how close we feel to God or how far away we feel from God. We could be up in heaven or it says make your bed in hell. It doesn't matter where you are. It says God is always there with you. There's no place you can go. There's no place you can fall. There's nothing you can do that will make it impossible for God to reach you. He's always there for you. He's always here for you. And he always wants to be with you because he loves us so much. You know, it says not only that, but it says when things are dark, when things seems like night, it's like he makes that nightness day. He makes it light. He takes those things in your life that are hard, that are um, scary, that, you know, are challenging to deal with depression, any of that. And he says, give it to me and I will change it into day because it says that because darkness and light is the same to him because God's so bright. You know, you can be in a dark area, but the moment you turn a light on that entire area is bright again. It's no longer dark. That's the same thing. That's what he's saying here with God. It says when he shows up, when you experience his love, when he's with you, all of that darkness immediately leaves. It can't stay in his presence. It can't stay in his light because there is no darkness in him. And if you keep going, it says you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that you and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. So even then it's talking about how God forms us and God makes us. God made you special. God made you unique. God made you out of love. Everything he put together, every little sinew in your body, he wove together with his hand. And not only that, but it says, even as he was making you, if you keep reading, it says the days were fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. 
So even as God is making you and forming you in your mother's womb, before you even come into this world, he's already dreamed about you. He's already made plans for you. He's always he's already envisioning what you're going to be doing for him and all the good things that you're going to be walking into and all the blessings he's going to be able to pour out on your life because he loves you so much. I mean, so much so all those thoughts about what you're going to do, who you are, how great you are, how much he loves you. It says he thinks about those. And if you keep reading, it says, how precious also are your thoughts of me, God. How great is the sum of them. If I could count them, they would be more in number than the sand. And when I awake, I am still with you. So all the thoughts God has for you, all those good thoughts about you that he started dreaming and starting envisioning and starting thinking about before you were even fully born. He says all of those thoughts he has for you because he loves you so much so that it outnumbers the grains of the sand. Like even for me, that's still hard for me to even fathom thinking about somebody so much that every thought you have about some individual is more than what you can count. It's more than the grains of the sand. And that's God. God says, I love you so much. I can't stop thinking about you. I love you so much. All I can think about is how great you are, how wonderful you are, how much I love you, how I'll be there to protect you, how I'm there to lift you up, how I'm there to guide you, how I'm there to lead you. Even in your darkest places, I'll turn them to light because I love you so much. You know, the Bible says that he loved us so much that he gave his only son. He loved us that he died for us because he loved us so much. He said, I'll give you everything I have to be with you because I love you so much. And everything God does, everything he is, is motivated by love, the agape kind of love. And I'm going to be closing it up here, but I want to encourage you guys to call to log on next week when we do Wednesday next Wednesday, because I'm going to be teaching about what the agape love of God is. Because we understand we have the three different types of love. We have eros love, logos love, and agape love. You know, and they're all different types of love, but only agape love is the God is the love that's the highest out of all of them, that overwhelms all of them, that has the true power and brings true change. The logos love and the eros love are very, very carnal. They're very natural and they're very limited when compared to the overwhelming agape love of God. So next week, that's what I'm going to be talking on is what the agape kind of love of God is. And we'll probably continue that for a little while because (laughs) like I said, it is so, so, so big. It is so, so, so overwhelming. Like I could literally talk about this for probably the year just on the love of God and how much He loves us. And so you guys can understand how much he loves you because there's so, so, so much importance for a Christian and the foundation of understanding the love of God because that is the essence of who God is. So you can't even know God if you don't know his love for you. You can't know people, you can't walk in love towards people if you don't know his love for you. You can't have complete faith or total hope if you don't understand his love for you. So that's why we're gonna be hitting on this for a while and I wanna encourage you guys as you go about your day to just meditate on the love of God. Meditate on Psalms 139. And I wanna thank you for tuning into this broadcast and I look forward to seeing you again next week.